Well, it is so good. Bye, Cody. <laughs> All right. Well, I am so glad to see each of you, and I hope you're having a great week. Like I said before, it's a beautiful day that the Lord has given us. Well, this morning, I am preaching from the book of Job. I went, yeah, whoa. When you think of Job, what comes to mind? What's your first impression when you come? He lost it all. What? Righteous? I'm sorry? Trials, okay. Anyone else? Perseverance? Faith? Suffering? Okay, all those things come to mind. Okay, all those things that you've mentioned uh, when we, Job, and Job uh, found out what his friends thought. Didn't he? He found out what his wife thought. You know, and when we look at the, the, the story of Job, at times we cringe, don't we? We're just like, oh. Yeah, patience is another one in, in that story. But, you know, as we look at this morning, and I just want to, we're just opening the door this morning, okay? We're just going to, I want us to make sure that we understand the man, Job. Okay, I just want us to, to see if we get a little glimpse of the man. So turn with me to the book of Job, chapter 1, and we're just going to read the first five verses this morning. First five verses. It says, There was a man in the country of us named Job. He was a man of complete integrity, who feared God and turned away from evil. He had seven sons. Three daughters. His estate included 7,000 sheep and goats and 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large number of servants. Job was the greatest man among all the people of the east. His sons used to take turns having banquets at their home. They would send an invitation to their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Whenever a round of banqueting was over, Job would send for his children and purify them, rising early in the morning to offer burnt offerings for all of them. For Job thought, perhaps... My children have sinned, have cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular practice. As we look at the very beginning of this book this morning, I just want us to get a clear understanding of the man that we're going to look at in the weeks ahead. You know, sometimes getting to know a person, getting to know truly about a person really is important. Have you ever had one of those experiences where you thought, you know, you said, well, I know that person, but then something happened or you got an opportunity to sit down and talk with that person and, and really you learned like the, almost like they were a different person. You, you started to learn about their lives, their life. This morning, as we think about Job, You know, sometimes, have we ever thought, if God had picked us? Have we ever thought in the sense of, you know, sometimes, 
you know, what Job, and you know, sometimes say, well, it was unfair and, and all these things. But what about the man? What about this man? What we know that he lived in the country of us. We're not really sure. We could go up to the map and put our finger on it. Some said that it's in the same area as Edom. But it was not in the promised land. But it was large enough to sustain life for him and all of the people that were part of him. So his place was that he lived in the land of us. You know, to me, <laughs> you ever have people say, where are you from? I, I'm from us. You know, I, I'm sure they look at that, us. You know, we don't know exactly what all, you know, it's like when you people say, where are you from? And you say, LaBelle. Do you have to add something after you say that? Near Fort Myers, okay. You know, or near Lake Okeechobee. Uh, you know, you got to add something. Because what are you doing? You're, you're kind of help describing this area. You know. Or you say, I'm from LaBelle, where we have two seasons, warm and warmer. You know, you're describing the area. You're, you're telling them a little bit about it. I'm from LaBelle, where alligators knock on your front door in certain seasons of the year. You know, you're, you know and I could just imagine what us was like. But we find that, that he was, it, it lived in this area, but then simply said... In this verse, he lived in the country of Uz and named Job. At least it, like, at least it wasn't like some of those names I had last week. I can do Job. You know, I, I'm glad his name was Job. But we find out some things about Job. One of the things we find out is his integrity. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe integrity is an old word. I don't think so. But you know, sometimes today, we don't hear that as much. Integrity. Job was a man of integrity. He was a man who knew how to treat others. And he treated them with integrity. He was a man of religion. He was a man of morality. All of these things described his life. Now, to me, that is a special man. To me, that is kind of one of those, those men that, that we don't have enough of. And so we find that Job was a blameless man. That's another thing to, to realize when we think of Job and think about what he's getting ready to go through. Now, he was not sinless. Because even as we get into Job, you will find as he, com as he confesses, shortcomings in his life or sins, but he was blameless. He strived to live a proper life and live a life that would glorify God. Now, Job was a man that also showed sincerity, and all of these qualities are important to know up front. He had a sincerity about them. His heart was in, some people would say, was in the right place. He had that personal integrity. He strived for that perfection, not saying that he was, 
But all of those things were the, describe him. Some would say he was an upright sort of fellow. Of going back to his integrity. But he was one that was referred to as straightforward. A man who can do business and wouldn't double cross you. A man that would deal straight with you. We find that today that is something that we don't see as much of. I think it's just important to understand the type of man that he was. As we continue to look at Job and to think about his life, he was genuine. Now, I don't know what you mean or what, you know, in the sense of genuine, but but. But he was one that what you saw is what you got. He, he equaled up. He, 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 he was real. And so as we continue to, to look at his life and, and, and his greatness and, and all of these things, he was a man of complete integrity who feared God and turned away from evil. He intentionally did this. He was one that... that, that, that saw the, the importance of, hey, I don't need to go down this road. If I go down this road, it's going to lead to trouble, and I just don't need that. I'm not going. You know, as, as Christians today, we need to realize there are some roads we don't need to travel down. But we do, don't we? Oh, preacher, i got to experience everything in life. Do you need to fall off a cliff? I mean, is that just something you got to go experience? There's just some things we don't need to do. And the evil things we don't. Some, when, when, in the Bible, when, when you study, the, the, people would put Job and Noah and Daniel in the same classification of, a, of, the, of that type of person. He was a re, real believer. He was genuine in his integrity. Now, I say all of that to, for us to try to identify Job and, and who he is, but let's look at our lives. Would God pick us like he picked Job? I know I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but, but think about God picked Job. God must have known Job. Job must have known God. And their ways. And, 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 and I just think of his character and all of these things. What will happen to a man like this? Some said, well, he was so good, boy. He, God put it to him. But we find that he was a very great man and, and God took care of him. Even though I know we're going to look at some things, you're going to say, man. But then we'll also look at what the world looks at. For some, when they look at Job, I think it's verse, uh, well, I think it's three. It says his, his estate included 7,000 sheep, goats, camels, oxen. I don't know why we just had female donkeys, but that's something else for another day. Uh, large number of servants, okay? And, and, and that day, he were known as a great person or a man of influence or ran. He had seven sons, three daughters, and this large amount of livestock. 
Now, some of you can remember days where cattle was that abundance in Florida. The large ranches, thousands. Can you imagine this herd? Okay, prestige, honor, all, all, this, all this had gone with this man. He, he had this vast amount. It just, again, shows us a little bit about him, his greatness. But it also showed us how he treated people and how people worked for him. His possessions. He was a farmer. And he worked with all of these things that God gave him. And you can imagine, and some of you who have ever worked on the large ranch knows of the hard work. But here's another side. Even though he had this greatness in the sense of the, the sons and, the, and all of this with the, the camels and the donkeys and, and all of that. Job was a father who was anxious. He had anxiety because of his children. Hello. Can we relate there? It's not just dads. It's moms too. You know, we want our children to prosper. We want our children to get off in life and, and do great things. Uh, Job had seven sons, three daughters. You think he had a little anxiety? I'm sure he did. Now, some said, well, he, he was worrying too much, but look at what he did. Whenever they were doing this banqueting thing, Job would send for his children and he'd purify them. He would rise early in the morning. He would offer burnt offerings for all of them. In other words, daddy was taking care of bringing the spiritual life and offering sacrifice. That's what you did in that day. Because he was, just wanted to be careful in case they had cursed God. He was anxious and so he took matters into his hand and he offered offerings on behalf of his children. You see, this, this man was, was unique. This man was a man that stood out. It was a, as a man that we don't see a lot of today. It just reminds me in the sense of, should we all be like Job? Well, First of all, we all can't be like Job. But there are some things we can do. Of respect, how we treat people, our character. All of those things are worthy. And you know why we would do that? We would do those things or see those things as important if our relationship with God is where it should be. Because God would want us to demonstrate that Character. He would want us to demonstrate that business deals can be done with a handshake. You see, God would want us to, to be the type of person that people say, man, when he says yes, it's yes, and he says no, it's no, that our word is our bond. You see, that's what followers of Jesus Christ should be. And so Job's life sets an example for all of us, for you and for me. Of being that person that could be used. Now, we find out in the weeks to come as we study this book, Job didn't know that he was getting ready to get picked. 
You think Job would have changed anything? We find that, that Job was living his life the way that he knew, and he was being blessed. How about our lives? You know, sometimes we need to look in the mirror and we need to say, you know, this is not working. I need to look to God, and how would God want me to do this? With the respect and with the honor and with the character. And oh, yeah, not everybody's going to understand it, and everybody, there will be those that say, well, that guy's a fool. But richness is not just possessions and money, is it? The richness of the Lord cannot be calculated. The richness that comes from God of doing and living a life that he would want us to live is abounding. Last two weeks with our memorial services that we've held for Bud and Miss Betty. And we've had Two wonderful services for them in the last two weeks. And I know many of you have commented on them and shared with others how blessed you were. But that's not even going to come close to the first meeting we have in heaven, is it? It's going to totally change. Everything will change. God can change us. And I believe that this world today is, is waiting for people of character and people that are honest and open and, and are willing to do what God is leading them to do because people have seen what the other brings. And they are disappointed. Job's life had meaning. I'm jumping ahead. But even when he lost it all, his God was still the most important. As we begin this study, let's not forget the man named Job and how, as a man, as a person, it wasn't haphazardly his life had purpose and meaning. It was intentional. It was something that he wanted to do, must do, because of his relationship with God. Let's pray. Christian 70, Father, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, just ask that you would guide us this morning. We thank you, Lord, for being here for us. Lord, you're a God that cares and a God that is concerned, but... Lord, you're also a God that is there to help us and lead us and to show us, Lord, the way that we should live our life. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity. We ask this in your son's name.